Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Welcome to the fourth discussion of this series, The Choice Hours. And today we're going to talk about what is the role of the Khalifa. And the reason why we're going to talk about this is because of the continuation of the discussions that we've been having from the prior three podcasts. Is there are certain questions that we need to understand. If you understand certain questions in Islamic theology, they will help us solidify our iman faith and also make us much more better humans at the same time allow us to focus on the things that really matter and one of the things that we talked about last time was there is a test that will happen for all the humans in this life the test from simplistic terms is your good deeds should be better than your bad deeds so that's a simple version but then it's not as simple as just saying oh i'm going to prostrate i'm going to uh, do salat zakah psalm etc fasting but it's more than that and the reason we talked about was from the example of uh, shaitan iblis now today the concept i want to share here is it's about khalifa it will directly link to the discussion that we're going to have next about surah saad the concept of khalifa in islam is one of the great is of great importance as it denotes the idea of a successor or representative or a steward of allah on earth however the true meaning of khalifa has been a topic of debate among muslim scholars with some arguing that it is a position that can be attained through election or appointment by human beings while others believe that it is a position that can only be attained through divine appointment in this discussion we're going to talk about this point and what is the role of khalifa in the test that allah has planned so with that being said there we have already set up uh, set the stage that there will be a test and we have also outlined that allah has given not only the test the subject of the test the syllabus of the test but also the examples that people can follow of past exams past tests that they so that they can be successful and the reason that is true is because of quran where allah ta'ala says in surah alhamd the surah fatiha the first surah of quran Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Ahdana as-sarat al-mustaqim. Sarat al-lazina an-amta alayhim. Ghayr al-maghdubi alayhim. Wal-thaleen. Meaning that there, oh Allah, guide us or keep us on the right path. Which means that there is a right path clearly defined. On the path of those who were blessed. Not on the path of those who you were displeased with or were astray. Now that is very clearly articulating that there are people who were blessed and were on the right path and there were people who were on the wrong path and that path is the one that we need to follow. So in that regard, let's again set the stage. What is the role of Khalifa in this test that we have to perform in our lives so that we can be on the right path the p of the people who have passed the test so the the word test has an interesting terminology or the word khalifa in context of test uh, let's first talk about word khalifa it's derived from the arabic word khalifa which means to succeed or to follow in Islamic theology, people would say that these represents, the term represents those leaders who were succeeding the Prophet 
Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Now, when we think about today's society, there are three different types of words that are used for Khalifa. First is used for Islamic rulers who have passed in the history. For example, Turkish Ottoman Empire, they called themselves as Khalifa. Banu Abbas, Banu Mayya, after killing all the Muslims, they still called themselves Khalifa. Umar Abu Bakr, Uthman were also and are also regarded as Khalifa today. Now, then the second group is about the commonplace definition, which is very interesting because some people argue that because humans, Hazrat Adam السلام, was the Khalifa of Allah on earth. As a result, by extension, all the humans are Khalifa. No matter what they do, they can kill, they can cheat, they can lie, they can fornicate, they can do all of these bad things, but they're still the Khalifa of Allah. Now, then there is a slang translation or the usage where a person is called Khalifa when they are like totally careless, they don't care about anything, they're not uh, in the right mind, they just call them Khalifa. Now, what is that? What is the true definition, correct definition? And can there be a man-made Khalifa? Because if you think about the concept in all of these three areas, it talks about man-made Khalifa. Is that is there something as man-made Khalifa in the eyes of Allah? And if there isn't, then that means that there could only be a true Khalifa appointed by Allah. What is the implication and what is proven by the Quran? So let's talk about this aspect. There are several verses in the Quran. I've highlighted four verses over here, which clearly establish the idea that the responsibility of being a Khalifa or being chosen as a Khalifa is not a human choice, but rather a divine appointment. Surah Al-Anbiya verse 73, Allah says, And we made them leaders, guiding by our command, and we inspired to them the doing of good deeds, establishment of prayers, and giving of zakah, and they were worshippers of us clearly Allah says we made them leaders it's not chosen by people that they made them leaders and call them Khalifa then in Surah 38 verse 26 Allah says O David Prophet to Prophet Daud O David indeed we have made you a Khalifa upon the earth so judge between the people and truth and do not follow your own desire as it can lead you astray from the way of Allah Clearly again, Allah says, we have made you Khalifa upon the earth. Not just humans, regular people like us choosing some Khalifa. In Surah Al-Baqarah verse 30, Allah says, And mention of Muhammad, when your Lord said to the angels, Indeed, I will make upon the earth a successive authority, a Khalifa. Again, Allah is saying, I will make upon the earth a Khalifa for you. So by extending to verse 30 of Surah Al-Baqarah, let's talk about verses 73 and 74 in Surah Al-Sa'd, which talk about the same event that is mentioned in Surah Al-Baqarah. And we're going to talk about Surah Sa'd in more detail in the next few discussions. Allah says, So all the angels prostrated all together, but not Iblis, who acted arrogantly and became a kafir. So now it's very important that Allah has selecting a Khalifa. Allah has selected, appointed a Khalifa 
everyone accepted the order of Allah to follow or prostrate before the Khalifa except one person, one entity that is Iblis who became Satan, who became a Kafir because he failed the test of Khalifa. So then let's think about the impact of these four verses and many other verses on the term and the concept of Khalifa. Obedience of the Khalifa is obedience of Allah. Satan rejected to bow down before Allah's Khalifa and was thrown out and became a Kafir. Therefore, identifying and following the true Khalifa of Allah is a test for the humans. Whoever identifies and follows the true Khalifa of Allah, whether Prophet Dawood or other prophets or after Prophet Muhammad, the chain of the Prophet's progeny, they will be guided. Those who reject the truly appointed Khalifa of Allah and rather assume that they can make their own Khalifa and start following them in all the things, whether they close down Hajj, whether they Build down, bring down buildings, whether they close all of these food supplies to poor people, they can still be called Khalifa. That is wrong. And it's not up to them. The punishment will be on all of the people who accepted them as Khalifa against the teachings and will of Allah. We're going to continue this discussion uh, because it's really important what's coming up next. Please continue to uh, follow us. Thank you. Asalaamu Alaikum.